0: So the text for today is very short. But as you know, the the length of the text has nothing to do with the length of the sermon. As I was deciding which uh, text to speak from, God reminded me about this this verse. And as you know, because Pastor Kim is absent at the moment, he told us uh, the associate pastors to preach in his place. And for the past six weeks or two months, he has been preaching on uh, how to live with the Holy Spirit. And he said to continue on this trend and and be sure to also uh, continue to nurture the spirits of the people. And he threatened us saying, if I was to come back and see the church dead in spirit, then you guys are going to have to uh, die before me. And after this service, we are going to start the intercession for the Central American conferences. And so there was a lot of burden on my shoulders because we have to, I I had to lead this service uh, very well in order for us to transition successfully into uh, intercession mode. But thankfully, God gave me this, this text, right? I was uh, praying and preparing for this, for this service. And so I was praying about this service on Monday, trying to listen to the inspirations of God. And God just uh, let this, this, this text uh, surface in the Bible and come to me. Some of you may know that uh, last week we have ended uh, the, the semester for our MB, MB uh, school as well along, along with the homeschool program. And this semester we, we had four classes in total, Hebrew, uh, Koine Greek, and uh, what was that? One, one, one class on the foundations of faith, and then one—the the last class is just a formation group where all of us gather together to share, uh, to share about the Word of God. Uh I, I was in charge of uh, teaching the Hebrew class, and uh, I, I didn't teach them about the grammatical things of Hebrew, but rather all of them are able to read in Hebrew, and that's why we, we fo- the class was focused on reading uh, the text of the Bible in Hebrew and interpreting it together. And this semester we looked into the book of Genesis. And so we would compare the interpretations that are, that are uh, present before us, for example, the Korean version or the English versions, and we would also read it in, in ancient Hebrew and try to interpret it for ourselves to see whether or not the, the actual the, the, the printed interpretations are correct. And so there's a lot of meaning behind what we were doing in that class. So uh, this, this, this semester we read from chapter 1 to chapter 3 of Genesis. and uh, these three chapters uh, almost every any believer will be very familiar with because every Sunday school or uh, any new believer who who is just met with the Lord will start from the book of Genesis and so the first three chapters are very familiar with us especially because it tells us uh, about the, the process of creation and What happened in the very beginning of human history. But especially chapter one and chapter two of Genesis is very important because it talks about it talks about the creation of mankind. And as you know, God created man on the sixth day of creation and the creation of mankind was the center was the focus of, uh, of of the whole universe the reason why God created the whole universe and this semester we also looked into Soteriology in, in MB and we also talked about the doctrine of the image of God And the doctrine of, of the image of God is very familiar with to us because we have been looking into it uh, during the Second Corinthians conferences.
1: So uh, the,
0: the reason why I'm preaching from this text, preaching from this topic, is not just because I have meditated upon it for the whole semester, but because I feel like it's very suited to uh, the current trend and the current flow of our church. And uh, in class we also experienced a lot of spiritual breakthroughs and we learned a lot from each other's experiences and and testimonies while we were sharing about these topics. But the most important thing that we have to do when it comes to the the following in the first steps of Jesus is to empty ourselves before the Lord.
1: Especially we have to
0: empty ourselves of the things that were filled within us that did not come from the Lord and after we are emptied, we need to be refilled by the things that come from God
1: and we look in 2nd Corinthians it talks about the, the, the good the jars of clay where the treasures of the Lord is is, 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 is uh, contained in the same way we must not focus on the, the clay pot itself
0: but we have to focus on the treasures that are buried within it and today we'll be looking into very, uh, a lot of texts, uh, Genesis, Psalms, Isaiah, Galatians. And these are all books that we have listened to already in, in this in this church uh, through Pastor Kim. I don't know which one of the books or which one of the expositions touch you the most. But I know that all these messages are are always, every week, it is coming towards us and and, and transforming us. And recently, while talking about the spiritual gifts of the Holy Spirit, the Lord has led our community, He has trained us. Especially through a leadership program and the leaders' meeting, where we are able to minister one another and, and strengthen and train our spiritual gifts and spiritual senses. <laughs> and we also held this ministry training during our community meeting and I'm I am in charge of the the, the
1: male
0: the men's young, young adult young adult community and it was just fun to see this little uh, 20 year old prophesying for uh, a, a, a dude which is much older than him telling him that he has to repent and come back to the church. Well, that is possible because those were not his own words, but the words that came from the Lord. And through this, we can see that God does not give to us because we are ready, but He gives to us beforehand, so that we we can become uh, ready whenever He needs to, to to manifest His powers through us. All we have to do is follow the Holy Spirit that is dwelling within us and following the footsteps of Jesus who, who lived before us. Because God is the one who knows us the best. He knows every intimate little detail and, and secret that we, ha- we hold inside of us. Some people think that life is very complicated and they explain their own lives in a very complicated way. But no, the the, the essence, the root of the the reason for existence is to just have this fellowship with God, have this relationship with the Holy Spirit and to mimic the likeness of Jesus. And you have to have the faith that God is uh, taking each step with you right next to you. Um, is there any, any one of you who uh, who had this had this curiosity thinking how come uh, the, how come is it uh, how uh, why is it uh, that this this powerful and tremendous god will do su- such the, such a thing for us In class, when I usually give out these kind of questions, all my students will start to look away from me because they don't want to answer. But since this is not a class, you don't have to be pressured to answer me or anything like that. So don't feel like you need to come up with a good answer in this moment. Why is this possible? And there are many ways that you can answer this question that I just gave out.
1: How is it
0: that this tremendous God was able to do such a a generous act for these wicked and evil humans? the only answer that we can kind of give is um, it's because God created us in this way. He created us with the goal for us to become like Him. That's why He, he gave us His image.
1: Let's say I,
0: I really care for this remote. But even if I love and care for this remote, I cannot get married to it because it is not a a person. When we look at our youth, uh, especially the elementary kids, if if this kid is a very greedy kid, you would always see them um, wearing a backpack that is way too big for his own size. And when you open up the backpack, it is filled with a lot of things that he thinks is precious or a lot of junk. For example, you would have his favorite pens all, all in his backpack, his favorite folders and, and sketchbooks and so on. But no matter how much you care for these, these utensils, these objects, no matter how much you care for that object, that object cannot comfort you when you're, when you are down in the dumps <coughs> because it has no personality. Some of you might think that uh, even though your spouse is a person, uh, that person cannot comfort you in the way that you want. But this is a whole different uh, topic. Nowadays, pe- a lot of people have pets in their houses. Uh, once I was, vi- I went to the supermarket. and uh when i went to swear back then, i saw someone um uh, i saw a very expensive and, and and good looking stroller that somebody was pushing and back then my child was also in a stroller as well so i was very interested in the mechanics of, of of good strollers. but when i went around that person to see the baby's face it turned out to be a pet uh,
1: even
0: even though a, pe- uh, a pet, a, a physical animal is, is, diff- is already, you can have much more connection with this animal than you can have with uh, an, an inanimate inanimate object like a remote. It is still nothing compared to a person or the Holy Spirit that lives within us. Because even with your pets, you cannot share your troubles, you cannot share your concerns and worries with them and have them sympathize and empathize with you.
1: But But as believers of Genesis chapter 1, we we should not uh, 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 be led astray uh, uh, from, from the original intentions of our creation
0: the reason why we can have his spirit the reason why we can have this relationship with God is because he has transplanted his image into us ever since the beginning
1: so as a father
0: a child, um, when you have a child, your child is bound to have some similarities, similarities to you. When we look at little qi you will be reminded of uh, Brother chae because they're very familiar in, in, in appearances and also... Uh, Character. And if you have raised a child before then you would, uh, you would understand this you would be able to relate to this because when a child sleeps, they, they kind of mimic the sleeping even the sleeping position of their parents And this is a very natural, natural order because the child the only see, only thing that the child sees is his or her parents and so it is very natural for them to mimic and become like their parents and because you're living together constantly you have this kind of fellowship you have this, you have this interaction of, 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 of person to person and because you're living together constantly you're bound to fight also but you're gonna have, you, you would you would make a, make it up to one another and become closer and closer so this is all part of the uh, the, the process of living together the same way God created us in His image and He has given us His glory so that we can chase after His holiness and His will for us is also always faced in the same direction and it is for His glory His holiness to be manifested through us and to those who are able to receive the Lord's Holy Spirit and to live by it, they will have a transformation of character, transformation of personality afterwards. And when you're uh, nurturing a child, you also teach them of the the ethics and uh, the the manners that they they, they need to have when they interact with one another. So, it is up to the parent to teach the, their child of what is right and what is wrong. To teach them not to, to, to steal from one another because they will end up uh, in jail. And uh, the fact that the Holy Spirit can change our personality is pretty amazing because, as you know, one of the hardest things in the world to do is to change somebody, to change their whole mindset and attitude and personality. But no matter who it is, if they're met with the Lord and if they receive the Holy Spirit, then their personality, their character is going to change accordingly because they will become like God. Having fellowship with the Lord means that that you're you're nurturing the seed the the seed of the gospel is planted within you and you have to watch that seed grow into a tree and bear fruit. A condition of a Christian is not to be a nice and good person in the world, but rather you need to become like God, to mimic the likeness of God. Even if you enjoyed the world, even if you enjoyed a lot of things in the world before meeting with the Lord, as soon as you are met with the Lord, you would have this desire to, to come become closer to God and stop the ways your, your ways of enjoying the world. there's very natural order for, for that to happen
1: And this is not done forcefully by God because as
0: you know when, even it, in the beginning of the faith when you commit a sin when you did something wrong the, God does not come and accuse you immediately He waits for you gently so that you will return Him you, you will return back to Him voluntarily because God is, is the God of patience and He is the God of abundance and because He loves you He does not forcefully uh, try to tr- change you with uh, against your will so, so the more you ex- experience the Lord in this way the more these these broken personalities these broken characteristics within you will be will be uh, will fade away and in their place it will be replaced uh, by the right characteristic and the the original personality that you were born with and in the end uh, like the title for today's sermon, God wants us to be fruitful and increase in number. So, right now, if you are oppressed, if you are timid and shy in some some areas, then that means that that area has not been touched by the Lord yet. Because the, the characteristic that God gives to to us is spiritual boldness and confidence.
1: And when you allow Him to work upon you, the, 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 the,
0: the King of Kings Himself will manifest Himself through you. And so there's no reason for you to become, become crumpled, become shy and timid for the world. And we can we can stay confident because God goes before us and prepares uh, the way before us. He and our victory is already already decided by Him. That's why when we live by the image that is given to us, we can uh, also let this image be revealed through us to the world.
1: We are not just uh, like any other uh, uh, private or a soldier in the army where you have
0: to go to battle when you're commanded to do so. But uh, even the difference is that after each war, after each battle, God will take care of us and and, and, and restore us and also give us the spoils of war for us to enjoy. So, if you believe in God, then your character, your personality is going to change
1: to mimic God.
0: And we are invited to meet the King of Kings each and every day. So, uh, have any of you actually met a person of royalty?
1: So even though I was studying in, in
0: the UK, <coughs> I, wasn't, I never had the chance to actually meet the Queen or even see her. But our God is different. Even though He's the King of Kings, He invites us to come and encounter, meet Him every day. And He doesn't, he doesn't look at our, our backgrounds, our, our, our achievements. Or, or even our current state. And another reason why I'm preaching uh, from the doctrine of the image of God is because
1: it,
0: it, it is really fitted to our current situation where uh, the Central American conferences have just been opened to us so there are a lot of missionaries within this church missionary or oh, missionaries before they were missionaries before they came to this church and Pastor Kim actually answered the question uh, of what does it mean to be a missionary and his answer was to, to to share the image of the son of son of God to those around you that is the the, the goal that is the duty given to the missionary and nothing else Uh, I don't know which book you just quoted from but he's talking about uh, Paul's event of Damascus when he was met with Jesus on the way to Damascus and as soon as uh, Paul was met with Jesus the task that Jesus gave to Paul was to, to go and share his image to those around him The gospel, like I said before, uh, the gospel is what changes people.
1: It is what changes water to one. It is what uh, uh, removes these, uh, these water dams.
0: No matter how much you try to persuade someone and convince them to change, even if you were to uh, seduce people by saying that there's a lot of pretty ladies in church, so please come to church and, and see them. Vice versa, you can say there's a lot of uh, good-looking guys, young adults in the church, ready, ready to meet you. No matter if you, if you try to evangelize and preach in this way, it's not going to work. Even though, of course, we are all very uh, handsome and good-looking and beautiful uh, in each other's eyes. No matter, no matter what, kind of, uh, what, what kind of humanistic ways you use to, to to reach these people, it's not going to work. Because even if they, are, if they were to come through those seductions, they're going to just enjoy the things that they could and leave as soon as they're, they're not happy with what's happening in the church. <clears throat> but it's different when you you preach the gospel because as you preach the gospel if you let the image of the Son be revealed through you then those people will naturally be able to uh, receive the gospel and and be transformed by it because through the gospel that you are preaching they will be able to see the image of the Son and see his his, uh, beautiful character his beautiful personality and faithfulness and through that interaction, through that encounter, the whole being will be transformed. That's why you can see how, how passionate Paul was after he was met with Jesus. He traveled by foot, on camels, by boat, and he was even beaten and imprisoned. But that did not stop his, his, his journey of, it, of, of spreading his this gospel. <coughs> and the weapon that Paul had that, that motivated him to do so was the image of the son image of God that was that is uh, planted within him and if we look in um, acts we can see all the things that were done by the disciples who all had this image of the son and likewise, we are, have all been called as the children of God, and we have become His priestly kings. And that's why we are part of His His royal kingdom as well. And that that authority and power that is given to these royal beings can only be manifested when you when you when you live by this image that has been given to you. So what is the result of all this? Is to see the, the Gentiles return to the Lord. In, in Ephesians and Galatians, when we look at the other churches, what kind of churches were they? Were they, were they, just were they just a group of nice people that were uh, that were willing to come and praise the Lord every week?
1: No, they were all. <coughs>
0: Uh, royal beings in, within the Lord, no matter the the size or uh, the, 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 the no matter the size or the the number of people in the church, because they lived by the image of God, they were able to endure through these persecutions and the slander of the world. Because they have faith that the ultimate victory belongs to them, because it was given to them by Jesus.
1: So even though their very lives were
0: held on, were, were held on, uh, uh, could be taken away in an instance by the words of the Emperor. They didn't care because they knew that they were they did not belong to the world but belonged to God. In the same way,
1: our church, the glory of
0: the gospel has been revealed and it has been unraveled within this church.
1: And we have been taught
0: how to live by the Holy Spirit.
1: And this message has been given to us because we are these, we are uh, royal
0: beings in the eyes of God as well And through all this through all these ministries, all these messages, the one thing that God has confirmed within us is that we are royal kings within his kingdom. We are not we are not the kings of the world where they, they use their power and, and they strike fear into the world. With their authority, but no, we we live. Even though we live like servants in the world, it does not mean we fear the world uh, as our masters.
1: Right
0: now, if you're afraid of somebody, if you fear somebody, then that means you have become their servant. In the same way, if you're focused on earning money and you want to be successful in the world, then you have become a slave to the world and to money.
1: And,
0: uh, if, if you have that kind of desire within you, then when you do not have this money, when you're not acknowledged by the world, then you will feel like uh, people are st- staring at you and judging you because you were unable to be successful. But no, since we have been saved by the Lord and because we are part of His kingdom and we are kings within His kingdom, we don't, have to be, we don't have to fear anything in the world anymore. We can stay bold, stay confident, and stay upright. It is because the glory of God has been given to us, because the image of God is planted within us. And because God has given th- uh, these things to us, our community can be raised as a holy community. And because this holy community is, uh, is spreading this gospel to Central America as well, the remnants over there will also receive this holy influence and be able to rise as the leaders of this generation as well. And since the enemies know how important this, uh, this, this, this calling, this... Uh, image
1: is—they try to deceive us and, and and make and make us turn
0: away from believing in this image that God has given to us.
1: <clears throat> we look
0: in history; there were a lot of peoples, a lot of tribes that came and went, for example, the Mayans or the Aztecs but there are the remnants of their buildings and temples are all uh, are are preserved in some sort of place and they have become they have become a tourist attraction and why do you think people go to visit those tourist those those sites and people will go and be they are amazed by uh, the, the 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 architectures of the people who lived hundreds and thousands of years ago one day I I got bored and so I searched what were the tourist attractions what are the tourist attractions in Costa Rica there's a giant stone that is very round and spherical and I was was wondering why this is a tourist attraction but apparently it is really really round
1: and so I looked at the pictures and it, it, it is
0: really round for a stone. And apparently it was it was uh, handcrafted by one of these ancient uh, tribes.
1: Uh, this is just uh, the,
0: things, that the uh, things on the surface. But we have to look behind those, those artifacts and see how many people were, had to suffer and, and were killed in the process of building these grand and majestic buildings and architectures. Just look at the pyramids in Egypt, just think uh, how many people, how many hundreds and thousands of people had to die and suffer to build those, those giant uh, architectures you can see how wicked people can become when they when they are given power the Pharaoh or the emperor or the kings of the world they have to all they have to do is sit on, on their thrones and receive praise and, and nobility from from his servants and he's able to command them to do whatever he wants them to do
1: So uh, the spirit, the the spirit
0: of religion and the spirit of immorality or any spirit that the enemy uses against us is used against us to tear away our nobility, tear away our identity within the Lord. And look in history, whenever uh, a, a new land was found, and uh, people hear about the natives that lived there and, and hear about the exotic spices, exotic foods, or ex- exotic resources that were present with this land, what did they, what did they do? They armed themselves with, with ships and boats and, 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 uh, and weapons to come and conquer that land, to take those resources away from the natives. That is how wicked people have become and how wicked they are when they are, when they are uh, affected by the spirit of religion or uh, the spirit of immorality <laughs> I remember receiving uh, this message from the Lord. Some of you are able to receive it fully. Some of you receive some of it and some you don't agree with. Some of you cannot uh, receive it at all. The reason for that is because this, this chip of the great prostitute has already been planted within you. And so that is hindering you from being able to fully receive and acknowledge the Word of God. But to those who have the image of God restored within them already, uh, what the Holy Spirit does within them is to continue to tell them about their identity, continue to tell them of the image of God that is uh, built within them. And so in this time, in this season, especially for, for this church, God wants us to once again confirm of our identity and of our existence before the Lord. That we have been called by the Creator God, that He has, he has adopted us into His family, into His royal kingdom. And He has given us His image so that we can become like Him when we rely on the Holy Spirit.
1: And as we fight and we recede for the conference
0: in Central America, we were able to uh, be victorious in that warfare and receive the spoils of war that God has prepared for us.
1: So let's go to the main text of today
0: starting from verse 24 <laughs> to 31 God talks about it is the sixth day of creation the creation of, uh, of, of Adam in the, in the first day God created heaven and earth He created light and darkness separated from darkness and then he created the birds in the skies, and then the wild beasts of the land, and then he created man.
1: When,
0: when we look at the pro- when we look at uh, how God created created all this, you can see a clear difference between the way the, the way he created everything else uh, compared to humans. And in verse 28, he says, uh, He blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it.
1: That's verse 28.
0: He says, Be fruitful, increase in number, fill the earth, subdue it. Uh, and today's title is "Be fruitful and increase in increasing number." And so I did not add, I did not add the "fill the earth and subdue it" part. Why do you think that is? We look at chapter chapter one, verse twenty-four to thirty-one. It talks about the creation of man,
1: and
0: there's a similarity that we can find here. We look at Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, it says, Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. So what did God make, make a man from? He made, a, made them from the dust of the ground. So this dust that God used to create man is not just any dust or any clay uh, that we use to make pottery out of.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe the
0: Bible says that God created the the, the animals of the earth and uh, man out of this 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 fine dust of the ground. And somebody asked me, is this fine dust uh, like the the, the the dust that is? Uh, tormenting this country right now, the micro-dusts that are floating around the air. And when you look at this, uh, why do you think God made us from the same dust uh, as as the, the the wild beasts of the earth? Wouldn't it be better if we were made of uh, uh, made out of um, like uh, golden sand, or, or from precious jewels, or from like, um, from diamonds? Why are we created exactly the same (laughs) as the animals? We're going to look at another verse.
1: It
0: says, God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. So, this breath of life refers to the living living the living Psyche that we listened to recently in 2nd Corinthians. So, uh, so, this living being also is written, the same word is written in verse 20 of chapter 1 as well when it says living creatures.
1: And when God created the, the, the,
0: the, the, uh, the livestock and
1: the,
0: uh, the birds in the sky, He also called them living creatures. So after the Lord has formed them, He, he,
1: he gave them
0: this life, and that's why they are able to become this kind of living being. Uh, why do you think God created us in this way? Are you not curious? We have already listened to this message before.
1: <coughs>
0: when we just look at uh, the bare facts, we are created exactly in the same way as the wild beasts of the earth. So that, that might put, put a little bit of uh, 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 a scar in our, our confidence and self-esteem.
1: But even though uh, it's, it's
0: not optimal in, in, in our perspective we, have been, we are created in the exact same way as the creatures of the earth but why is that? why is it that God created us in the exact same way? He says that He is our Heavenly Father why is there no differentiation
1: between us and the creatures that walk on the earth?
0: why are we all created from the same dust of the ground? And the dust is used for nothing. It cannot even be used to, to make pottery in this world. And the reason for that is because God wants us to know that we cannot live without relying on Him. He made us as reliant beings to Him. That is the point to our existence. Some people might say, "Look at human achievement. Look, uh, look at how many, how many great achievements we are able to, we were able to, 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 to do for the past."
1: Uh,
0: human history, but that is nothing compared to the works of God. And when when people of God rely on Him, they're able to achieve uh, uh, way more than what uh, the other. People were able to achieve without him because their way, their paths are set on destruction, and they cannot enjoy the abundance of the king.
1: the abundance of the king. So even
0: though the Bible clearly says that we are His royal ki- kings, we are His priestly kings, um, when we look at our, our reality, when we look at the conditions that we are still living in, nothing nothing of it makes us think that we are actually di- something different from the people of the world. But we have to know that our, 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 our conditions, our reality, uh, does not affect the promise of God the reason for that is also because God wants us to be fully reliant on him it is always a reminder that we have to be within him to rely on him and take each step uh, under his guidance We'll look at chapter 2, verse 19. It says, Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name.
1: So this is a, a scene that we're very familiar with. God
0: brought a lion to Adam, God brought an elephant to Adam and whatever Adam named that, that animal uh, was its name from then on. So there's a clear difference between what the, what the animals do on earth and what the, uh, what man can do because God has given us the right to be uh, to, to rule over all creation. even though we were made from the same materials, even though we were made through the same process, but the reason why we can we can rule over creation is because God has given us His image. We were made in His image, whereas the animals were not.
1: So As I was preparing for this message, I was able to look back on a lot of
0: things and, and pray about them. And God has given us a lot of tremendous and amazing promises, promises that we cannot even uh, fathom
1: but,
0: but many times, even though we have received this promise of God, we need some we want some sort of uh, confirmation of it
1: because we want.
0: Our appearance or our conditions or our situations to change at least a little bit because uh, a little bit after we have received this promise. (laughs) Do you think there was any person in history where they were able to see a a, a drastic change in their life, in their situations after they have received the promise of God? Look at the life of Paul. Even though there was no other disciple that was as passionate, as as fiery as Apostle Paul did, and look at all the things that he had to endure through by uh, on his journey of spreading the spreading the gospel. But was his life any other, any better? Or did God bless him with luxury, or abundance?
1: does that make sense to you
0: even though God has called us to be kings his royal beings within his kingdom our life is still the same we are still chased being chased by the things of the world and we still long for the for the, 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 the fashionness of the world why is that <laughs> On the other hand, why was Paul able to continue to hold on to the promise of God even though his situation did not become any better? And God knows about these thoughts. He knows about the, the thoughts that are, that, are, that are surfacing within us. And even in our church, the only reason why we're able to continue on right now is because God has continued to comfort us and encourage us in times of uh, difficulty. And even in this church at times we want some sort of confirmation of the promises that God is giving to us and so we request God to show us a sign or show us something that would that, that has changed after we have received this promise and it's because we don't we long for something to change physically that we can see that's something that is tangible and when that happens we start to uh, try to fulfill the Lord's promises through our own strength. Which makes it worse. And what is the reason we are able <laughs> to continue on this ministry, even though we don't see a change in our situation? Because we cannot prove
1: uh, uh, the Lord's promises through our, our conditions. conditions. 통하여서, 때, 왔지만, 때, 뭐라 말씀하세요? 뭐라 말씀하세요?
0: The reason why we can, can go on is because, because even though nothing has changed, really has changed, even though our, our situation is still very difficult and, and, and we have to I suffer through it, I Whenever we come before the Lord to pray to him, what does he say to us? Does he say you are a sinner, you have to repent? No. The first thing that he says is you are my child. You are my precious being. You I can I can I will not trade you for anything of the world this is why we can continue to hold on to the promises of God even though we do not see it uh, being fulfilled or being or, or changing anything within within our lifetime faith in God faith in this church has brought, has brought more persecutions to to us than than any fame or nobility in the world and as we maintain this faith within the Lord, uh, our our conditions, our situations are are going to become worse and and worse. And that is all part of the order of God. But the reason why we can go on is because of the Word of God that continues to circulate within us and because every single day God comes to us and speaks to us and encourages us. And that's why we must not focus on the things that we can see or touch, things that are tangible.
1: If everything was to
0: go well, if everything we touch was successful, if everything uh, that we do was met with our what with was met with our expectations then um, why would, why would we need why would we need to rely on the lord what is faith faith is believing in something that you cannot see and that's what Paul says. He does not, he does not walk by seeing the,
1: seeing these things before
0: him, but rather he walks in faith, uh, believing that God is going to guide him. So let's bless one another. Saying, "You are micro dust. No matter how strong you get by working out, you were made from dust." <laughs> And no matter how much you try to, to uh, better your appearances, there's always going to be somebody else who is better looking and uh, uh, uh more beautiful or more or handsome than you. And in strength wise, we are even weaker than the animals that we are we are supposed to rule over.
1: But why am I saying this?
0: The promise of God is not dependent upon our physical and uh, spiritual conditions. That's why people of faith live with their eyes closed. What does it mean to close your eyes? It means that you do not acknowledge your situation, you do not acknowledge your conditions, that the world that world, world has given to you, all you long for is to, to seek His eternal kingdom
1: and through his kingdom we can confirm our
0: nobility and that's why the world calls us insane and they call us maniacs if the world acknowledges you and if you are living very very correctly in the world then that means there's something seriously wrong with your your, uh, life of faith because because when you live by the promises of God, when you live by His Word, uh, you will no longer be able to be acknowledged by the world because these are two completely different paths that uh, you can take.
1: So, and the reason for
0: these things are written in verses 26 and 7 of chapter 1, and that is because we are made, we are made in His image. We are made in, in His likeness. So, uh, there are many animals in the world that are created, but do they have spirits? Do they have souls? No. So we cannot have these. Uh, we cannot have this kind of interactions or fellowship with animals. But since uh, these evil spirits that are roaming around the earth because they have spirits. Uh, In some way, we can have these kind of spiritual interactions with them. And that's why their attacks are always so personal and intimate. And when you listen to the the things that they they say, it's always filled with distress, and they're very negative. Oh, you're sinning again. Why are you doing that again? You're always always falling down. How can you call yourself the king? Uh, the child of God when you're living in this kind of way. They always speak words of unbelief, of doubt, trying to tear you away from this relationship that you have with God. But because uh, God Himself, He is the Holy Spirit, because He Himself is also a spirit, He has created us uh, us as a spirit as well.
1: God did not give His image to hippos, He did not give His image to lions.
0: Mankind, humans are the only uh, so-called animals that God gave His image to. That's why we are special and unique compared to the rest of creation. And this word, uh, the, the word for God's image is Chelem, you know, in Hebrew. And as you know, Chalam does not mean that God copied his own likeness and planted within us. It is that he cut off his a part of his own image to create us. He 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 he, he transplanted his image within us. (laughs) Oh, when we judge a person's character or, or personality in the world, usually we will see uh, the results, the fruit that they bear. If they're a good person, they will bear good fruits, and if they're a bad person, they will bear bad fruits in general. But when we look at uh, the personality of God, to, in order to save mankind, He was willing to, to send His one and only Son to come and, uh, and die for these humans who are so wicked and sinful in His eyes that is proof of his goodness and proof that God, God uh, that we are worth worth his, own, his, his sacrifice and the reason for that is because his life, his, his own life uh, and, his, and his own image uh, is, is, has been transplanted within us when we are birthed into this world
1: in, 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 in uh,
0: the science of botany uh, when you want to, to grow another tree, usually you can start from, from a seed, but if you want some uh, certain characteristic that, uh, from a tree that you already have, then you will cut off the branches of that tree and plant it into the ground. And that tree will grow into almost the same tree with the same kind of DNA. That, In the same way, because the the image of God has already been given to us, that's why you can germinate and start to grow into uh, the the, the full image of the Lord.
1: So in Genesis 5.3, it
0: says, when Adam had lived 130 years, he had a son in his own likeness, in his own image, and he named him Seth. So, uh, to to ha- to give somebody your own likeness, your own image means that you are you have the relationship of a father and a son. Only in this kind of relationship, where, where uh, is it possible for 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 a person to have somebody else's likeness and image? In the same way, God has birthed into us us into this world through in His own image and in His own likeness.
1: That's why he calls us his children.
0: So, uh, as as humans uh, uh, start to populate the earth, you know, um, a person will, will have a have a child, and that child will have another child, and have that child will have another child, and that's the lineage, that's the as the, the chain of of of. of ah uh, uh, what's that that's the cycle of life and we can say that the, the life of Adam has been continued on through the ages in that in this kind of chain reaction So in the same way the life of God has been given to us because we are birthed from the source of life. So that's why Pastor Kim says uh, we are a part of creation. But simultaneously we are also not part of creation because our spirits, the image of God that is within us is not a part of creation. That's why uh, we have been given the authority, the power to rule over all creation. We, are, we, are, we have been named the kings of this earth by the Creator Himself.
1: We are not to fear nature, we are not to fear
0: the animals of the earth, but rather we have the authority to rule over them and even name them. So when we say the image of God, It's not so uh, permanent nowadays but during during the ancient times Back then a name held a lot of meaning in, in the social hierarchy So the names of the kings
1: were very important and these kings
0: were, uh, they were these, these kings were all named after the gods that they served so um, they would put the name of the god beforehand and put um, in english it would be like johnson where john would be the god and you uh, would say son or you would say john's likeness so the name, uh, the their very names, uh, could show their identity that they are uh, that they are, they are a part of royalty that they are are to be raised as kings. So, originally God wanted humans to rule over the earth in the the Garden of Eden. So even though Adam failed, the original intentions of God was for for Adam to rule over Eden, over all creation uh, as his, his, his royal kings in this land. And the reason for that is uh, the, 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 in the same way that um, that, that was possible because um, the image of God was also given to Adam as well. And nowadays we have to also become a beacon for, for, the, uh, for the believers the believers of the world as well. We need to reveal and let the image of God manifest through us through this ministry.
1: And also we have to reveal his nobility and his uh, his power.
0: So even though we could say that we are created in the exact same way as the beasts of the world, also simultaneously we can say we are different because the the fact that God transplanted His image into us means that we are, are a complete different, complete. Uh, we are completely a different being from that is set apart from the rest of creation. But when you do not realize this this this, uh, this image that God has given to you and you do not live according to God's will, that means you are no different from the beasts that walk on the earth. And it's written in the Bible that those who do not believe in the Lord and those who do not live by the ways of God are just like and even worse than the beasts that walk around the, the, the earth. And those who do not live according to the image of God uh, are those who live according to their own desires their own own plans and these, this group of people is very familiar to us. it is just the rest of the world. those who do not believe in the Lord they're always driven by their own by their own uh, ambitions and desires.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They chase after success and money,
1: not caring for what what method they
0: choose to to gain those things. And that means that they're living a very beast-like
1: uh,
0: life uh, life in this earth,
1: because they do not realize the, the
0: the point of their being.
1: When I was younger, I had a pet dog.
0: When you care for a dog, you really enjoy taking time, uh, at times you care for it because it's adorable and cute, but at times you feel a little bit playful and you start to, um, uh, you start to kind of torment your, your pet. You would uh, kind of poke it or, or, uh, playfully kick it to see its reaction, and, and, uh, whenever I did that, my dog would, would stare at me. And, and
1: growl, start to growl. I don't know what to do, but I it. i
0: <laughs> but even after doing that, uh, whenever it's, it's time to feed the dog, he would always come and then uh, eat the food that I, I eat the food that I have heard. Him. And whenever I saw him eating like that, I would think within myself saying, "You have no idea what's coming towards you
1: And at times when we're
0: not fully uh, happy with what God is, is has given to us, or we're not happy with His will, then we start to groan and complain before Him.
1: And when
0: we're, when we're in that state, we're no different from that dog that I was feeding. That That dog has no idea what, what being it is and what is coming towards you. and all the people of the world chasing their own desires and ambitions. they do not realize that it is done, it is done in vain, that, that they do not realize that at the end of that path is nothing but emptiness.
1: But to the children of
0: God, the biggest blessing that God has given to them is is that our eternity is guaranteed by God. And that is a promise that God has given to us. In other words, Even though we do not have the wisdom of the world, we do not have the knowledge of the world, we have some other wisdom, some other knowledge that comes from God, which matters the most in the end.
1: So, uh, so believing
0: in Jesus, believing in God, it will not become an advantage for you in, in your life on this earth.
1: But as you know, our
0: time on this earth is temporary. And, and it's going to be, to be short compared to the eternal, eternal eternal life that we are to enjoy later 이, on. And so whenever we, we, we uh, experience miracles or, or uh, uh, works of healing by God in this world. Well, look at that, we don't... We, we, uh, we should not be pleased by... That uh, that uh, the quality of our life has become better on this earth because uh, the time that we spend on this earth is temporary and very limited compared to the eternal life that we're going to enjoy later on. In the same way, when we are when able to utilize the power and authority that God has given to us to cast away demons, it should not become your own kind of. You should not receive it as your own superpower,
1: uh, but rather you
0: have to see how God is able to uh, control and. Uh, God uh, has power over all the demons of the world. Many people of the world, especially those who earn the money, uh, they, they they don't even enjoy the money that they're earning right now because they're saving up for a reti- retirement plan, thinking that they can finally enjoy themselves when they're older and have nothing else to do. <laughs> Well, that is very foolish, even though we don't say that to their faces because we might get slapped. But, but in the end, their, their life is just uh, 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 accelerating towards death. There's nothing they can, they can do about it. In the army, uh, the seniors will always uh, do a little bit of hazing to their... Subordinates. So he was during training camp and uh, the drill sergeants, uh, they're in charge of training the, the new recruits for them to become uh, well-suited to their life, life, life in the Army. But at times they get bored, and so they would tell us to sit upright and close our eyes and, and tell us to, to and ask us what we see. And we would answer, we see nothing because our eyes are closed. We just see emptiness and darkness. And they would say, that's, that's the future of your life in the Army because it's never going to end and it's you're, you're, it's like being in a pit of darkness so usually uh, as these new recruits going to uh, are, are transported to the base that they're going to uh, going to work from the the seniors will come and, and uh, they would also then become very nice and friendly to the new records, recruits and tell them to come next to them so that they can talk to them. And uh, usually usually you're not allowed to sit until your seniors allow you to do so. But then they would tell them to sit and, om- and even lie down. But if you fall over to their, their temptations, you're going to get hazed. Hazed? Is that a word? You're going to have to pay for your actions later on. But anyways, even though the world does not acknowledge you, God acknowledges acknowledges you as a precious being, as his children. And so that's why we don't have to be bound to anything of the flesh anymore. And our focus should be on eternity, not the things uh, of, of the world. So uh, Jim Elliot is a missionary that we are very familiar with. What did he say? What is his famous words? He is not fool. He is not a fool. Oh, what's the fool called? Um,
1: a person that is willing to
0: give up the things uh, is willing to give up the things that are not from eternity, that are not eternal, to gain the things that are eternal, is not a fool? Or something like that. So that that means that we we can give our bodies, we can give all the money, we can give all the things that we have, our possessions, to the world, because those things are are not eternal; they will perish at some point. But when we're able to, when we're willing to give up those things before the Lord, we will gain something that is precious and eternal,
1: something that comes from the Lord.
0: That's why we can, uh, we can contain these, these precious jewels, these treasures, in the jars of clay. We do not store these treasures in jars of, of diamond or jars of pearl, but rather we, we store them in jars of clay. Because that is our being, that is our form, our appearance. No matter how much we try to, to paint or polish that jar, that, the, the material that it's made of is not going to change and so we have to focus on what is stored within that jar because that is the important thing these treasures
1: that, come, that came from the Lord
0: but those who live without the Lord without knowing the Lord those who live in the world they are just living trying to, 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 to beautify this jar of clay that is going to break at some point And I thank the Lord every day in many areas, but as I was meditating upon this word, I just thank the Lord for for teaching us of the things that are important, especially this eternal life that we're uh, going, going towards.
1: So when I look back on my life
0: Even though it's not, I have not lived for that long yet But in retrospect we can always see that there's a reason why God tells us to, to do something There's always a, a reason why He tells us to do something That's why we have to follow His will no matter what
1: Some,
0: some children some children are very stubborn (laughs) so even though (coughs) they're being disciplined uh, physically by their parents they will not admit their their wrongdoings before their parents because they're stubborn But no matter how much we struggle or we, or we complain or fuss or, uh, before the Lord, He is going to lead us on the best path. <laughs> <laughs> God never sleeps He's always alert He's always watching over us in the words of David even if I was to uh, go, go to the end of the world in the darkest of nights there I will find the Lord because He does not sleep He does not rest that's why God, God that's why God is everywhere. He's always watching over us. And that is because God is stubborn towards his children. God will not rest, God will not sleep until his will is fulfilled. He's always watching over us, always following us, especially to watch over his children. That is his character. And what is he saying as he follows, follows us? He, he keeps telling us to give up the things that are not eternal.
1: Put that down. Because that's not
0: helpful to you in any way. Put it down. Give it up. Sacrifice it.
1: So that's, the,
0: the two things that we always hear from the Lord is that uh, it is, you are my children and the second thing is give that up. At times uh, we can complain saying why, why can't I do anything that I like? Why is it always no when it comes to God? But God always has an answer. He says because that, that thing is not eternal. It, it is not fitted to, to you. To my royal kings, my, 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 my children. If you if you hold on to the things of the world, if you hold on to the things that are not eternal, then in the end you will it will fade away like the dust of the ground once again. But if you choose to follow after me, I will guarantee your eternal life. This is, this is an illustration the Pastor Kim uses constantly is that when the Lord finally calls us on that day, are you going to to tell the Lord just to wait so, so that you can gather all the things that you have achieved in the world and go to heaven with with, uh, with, with uh, a lot of luggage? No, you have to be light and free and, and uh, always be ready to leave as soon as He calls you. That's why we, God always tells us to empty ourselves and to give up the things that we're holding on to. And the youth of our church are blessed it, blessed because they, they learn in school and they learn from uh, uh, their parents to give up all the things of the world, to give up their material possessions. As you know, the most difficult thing when you first come to this church is to, to, to empty yourself. Because uh, before you come to this church, you have, you have worked very hard to fill yourself up with the things that do not belong in, in, in eternity. Your, your scars, your bindings your thoughts, your experiences but because the youth of our church they have parents that have already experienced this before they have gone through this process before they can help their children to go through it much easier and God himself is not going to give up, give up on us until the end of our lives is going to chase after us and follow us to the ends of the earth so that we can be saved. So those who live with uh, with this nobility, with this this power and authority that comes from the Lord are the ones who are able to store these precious jewels and treasures in jars of clay. So God has given his blessing to those who live like this. So in 20, verse twenty-eight we can see how God has blessed them. And we mentioned before that this was the this is the the topic, the title for this sermon to be fruitful and increase in number. So the same blessing was, was given to the animals of the earth as well. Uh, in verse 22, God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number and fill the water in the seas. He said this to the birds in the skies and the fish in the sea. But when we look at verse 28, uh, it goes, this, promise, this blessing goes on to say, Fill the earth and subdue it. To rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So this is the difference between us and the animals of the earth. We have been given the, 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 the authorization to rule over all creation, all creation beneath us.
1: Because God has
0: made us into a unique and special being. But uh, the creatures of the earth have, have also received this blessing from the Lord. The birds are able to fill the skies, the fish are able to fill the seas, and the, li- the, the creatures that crawl are able to fill the land. This is a result of the Lord's blessings. In every Thanksgiving, we would thank God for the harvest that we have uh, uh, harvested that year. We, we thank God for the produce and the results. And in our, in our church especially, God has given us the, the, the blessing of childbirth. Today as well, uh, there, was a, there was a great news that uh one of the one of the uh, deacons in our church has has is pregnant with their fifth child so this is a great blessing in this church these these young young parents are constantly giving birth to children so we are we are uh, able to uh, we are able to see the Lord's promise being fulfilled here because we are really increasing in number in this church in other words, if you're not experiencing spiritual growth anymore, then that means uh, also the blessing that God wants to give to you is very limited as well. And that means you have to evaluate yourself to see which area is is is, is uh, becoming an obstacle in your fellowship with God. But anyways, when the Lord's blessing comes upon us,
1: this blessing is like uh, the living waters
0: that never goes dry is a blessing that continues to come upon us and it will never stop. And like I said before, this blessing also is also applied to the creatures of the earth, but except for the power to fill the earth and subdue it. This, this part of the blessing is only given to uh, 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 the beings that have received the image of God.
1: 내 어떤 인격이라든지 내 삶에서도 그렇고, 어떤 중부 특별히 이번 그 전쟁을 하면서 또 중남미 집회 중부를 하면서도 우리가 막그 씨름을 할때 보면은 체급이 같은 사람들끼리
0: 그렇다면 so now our church, uh, we're in the in the in the in the, in the, in, the process, in the footsteps, in the doorstep of the Central American conference, and we will have to engage a lot, of, engage in a lot of spiritual warfare and intercession during this conference. And uh, even though sometimes, we, uh, even though at times spiritual warfare is very difficult, and so it feels like we're sparring against enemies that are in the same weight class as us, but the original in our original state we should be able to subdue even our enemies and trample over them easily because our power comes from the Lord to subdue means to to step over to trample in the Bible there's an expression expression means that I'm going to trample over the heads of my enemies until they become a footstool.
1: And as you know, footstools are
0: a sign of power. So usually kings, because they uh, they are royal beings, they're not allowed to step their foot on the ground. And that's why whenever they sit on their thrones, there would be a footstool uh, to, to, to elevate their feet off the ground. So, uh, your enemy becoming your, your first tool means you have completely conquered it and subdued it. And in my recollection, I th- because I have an older brother, Yo- when, we, when we were younger, I think my, my brother used me as a postal once or twice before. And it's very embarrassing, and, and it's a very shameful things, uh, thing to, to, to make your siblings do, But but this is the way that we have to subdue our enemies.
1: Yeah.
0: This is the order that God has given to us, and a promise that He has given to us as well. We're able to trample and subdue over every every mountain, every every creature that walks on the earth, and that involves all the evil spirits as well, our enemies. To subdue our enemies, that uh, means that they are unable to move. We immobilize them and force them to become more hostile.
1: And how do we do
0: that? Uh, we need to fight and trample over our old self to completely subdue it so that it has no power anymore over us.
1: This is the command given to his kings. And
0: also, this, this means that we should chase no other kind of no other kind of lifestyle. There's no other order or command that we have to obey other than this. So when we look in the Bible,
1: when it says conquer the earth, uh,
0: when we look and. Uh, In Numbers, chapter
1: 34.
0: Uh, Chapter 34 also talks about this command that God has given to us to conquer the earth. So the people of God, the people chosen by God, have this promise to 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 conquer the land that God has given to them.
1: So what does that mean? Uh, it means that if you do not conquer, you will be conquered. Likewise, if there's some sort of
0: wickedness that is moving within you, then you have to conquer over that wickedness, that evil, that darkness within you. You need to trample over it until it is completely subdued and immobilized, until you can use it as a footstool. That's why one of the characteristics given to the Lord's people is this: is, this, this, uh, power, this authority, this ability to conquer, to to rule, to utilize your authority as a conqueror. And that's why especially to the business owners of our church, Pastor Kim always says, you need to hold on to the handle of the knife. Do not let the world take away this handle.
1: It means that you have to stay in control of your business.
0: Because you do not, you want, you do not want to allow others to to compromise your nobility and uh, your holiness by allowing them to have influence over your companies or your businesses. And you should not be hindered by the temptations of the world. You should not have, uh, you should not let the world take away your your, your royal authority. Especially.
1: When you're
0: able to live and while usul- utilizing this, this your authority, then more and more you'll start to believe that you're actually kings that are walking on this earth. <coughs> And as we engage in spiritual warfare and uh, experience, the, experience these kind of victories, what are we confirming? We're able to confirm that the glory that God has given to us is real, that His, His victory is actually real, that it's not just a concept or uh, a theory. And that's why God allows these these, these uh, times of difficulties upon us because we have to uh, utilize our faith and engage in spiritual warfare to gain these kind of uh, to bear these kind of fruits. So God opening up these conferences overseas is also Him giving us a chance to confirm of, the, of this glory, confirm of this victory that He has promised to our church in this ministry. And it is very important for us to receive uh, the, this order, this, this uh, the order of God into our, our our church and ourselves. is to is because we need to turn away from relying on our own strength, especially in this ministry. And when we're under the Lord's sovereignty, we don't have to uh, worry about anything Because we're under Him, He's in charge And so all we have to do is obey Him So for us to be able to rule as kings, we also need to be under the rule of uh, the King of Kings So, in order to become a good good teacher, you need to first become a good student. And the reason why uh, our, our, our homeschool program is going to become better and better is because more and more of the graduates are becoming teachers for the next generation. So, naturally, when you fall under the rule and sovereignty of the Lord, you'll be able to uh, let that sovereignty and let that dominion flow from you to the creation beneath you as well. It's a very natural process and a natural order. So, you need to let him become your head. And he is in charge he is able to rule over not just our actions but our thoughts, our spirits our, our inner self, everything everything that we have should be under his dominion And naturally that same uh, authority and power will, will, will be given to us and to those who have the fear of the Lord he has given His righteousness. He has named those, those who fear Him uh, righteous. To fear the Lord means to respect Him and to acknowledge that He has your King, that He is Lord over you. So that's why God always watches over Him. He is very keen and sensitive to those who fear Him. And, be, and, and because uh, the people fear him they they are focused on what the what the Lord's will is as well always asking God where to go what they what to do to fear the Lord means to to constantly have this connection with him to to, to ask him for directions in every single moment of our lives so uh, Pastor Kim made this knowledge uh, or shared this story a long time ago, it was about uh, a teacher and his disciples that were, that were training in a prayer mountain. And that teacher favored one of the disciples and the other disciples were very jealous and envious of him. And so uh, the disciples went to the teacher saying, the rest of the disciples went to the teacher saying, why do you favor this one disciple out of all of us? And uh, to illustrate his point, the teacher gave each one of them a little bird and told them to, to kill this bird where they, where they think uh, nobody is watching them. And all the rest of the disciples came back with a dead bird, but the, the favored disciple came back with the, with the bird still alive. And the rest of the disciples tell, told the teacher, look, teacher, he cannot even uh, follow such simple rules. But when the teacher questioned that favored disciple, he said, uh, he asked him, why were you unable to uh, kill this bird where nobody is watching you? He said, it's because God watches me everywhere, and I could not find a place where God was not watching over me. In the same way, those who fear the Lord those who have, have this fear and respect for God they know that God is watching over them anywhere and everywhere
1: <laughs>
0: but uh, uh, the enemy always comes and try to uh, tries to deceive us saying Saying God is powerless in this area, or God cannot do that for you, and so in this area, even though you're believing in God, you have to you have to do you have to make some sort of effort to achieve for yourselves because uh, God will not do that for you. But that is a great deception that we must not fall over. We have to always make sure that God is right next to us, that He's close by watching over us. In the same way, for us to to be under His dominion means we're not... It doesn't mean that we have to do anything. It means we have to open up ourselves to work fully and allow Him to rule over us and work through us then you will become an un- uncompromisable person on this earth. And the world will point at you and question why is that person always able to stand firm in their ground without, uh, and, and not be co- and not fall under the temptations of the world and be compromised. It's because they're not focused in the world. They're focused in God and focused on following after His directions. And that person will no longer uh, be, be under the influence of the world. So nothing that the world that so, so, nothing the world throws at them will, will make them stumble or fall anymore. Because they do not allow the world to rule over them. So now our church has been given the task to, hold, to, to spread the Lord's gospel over all the world. And now God is pouring His dominion over His remnants so that they can spread this dominion, spread the sovereignty over the rest of creation. And to those who have confirmed of their salvation and confirmed of their holiness before the Lord, He's going to use them in, the, in, in, in this end times to show the enemy, show the world who God is and show them proof of their destruction show them proof of their failures so now let's conclude the word of the Lord and pray When we live by the Lord, when we we live by the image that He has given to us, our our personality, our character will be transformed to mimic the likeness of God. And it's because we live by receiving the nobility, uh, the, 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 the glory, the fame of the Lord.
1: And in all this, in all this process, what God is doing is
0: He's completing His image that He has transplanted within us. And for that for that to happen, we have to be we have to live under the, 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 the dominion of the Lord. And so in this church where, where God's children are, are are being raised and nurtured, what is his will towards this church? He wants us to become a beacon of light in this world. For us to reveal to the world that God is alive, that he's still in charge. No matter how much the the, the enemy uh, no matter how much the world uh, is correct corrupted by the enemy it doesn 't matter because God is still alive and he 's still in charge of this world and he 's going to be revealed through us and so Lord. Our, our flesh, our our, our jars of clay. We know that it has no hope; that it is going to return back into dust form. We know that what we are we, what we are focused on is the treasure that is contained within this jar. We want to set our direction towards your eternal kingdom
1: so even though we are living we
0: have to live in this world we know we know that we no longer uh, are a part of this world that we do not fall under its dominion anymore because we are under your dominion Lord, we just restore this authority within us
1: help us to know that we do not belong to the order
0: or belong to the principles of this world but rather we belong under you that we serve you and you only or would you reveal uh, your, your sovereignty, reveal your dominion upon this world and upon your remnants, upon those who are willing to follow after you, those who are willing to fear you, that's right. <laughs>
1: All
0: right. thank you so much when we look at our appearances when we look at our flesh we cannot find a single sliver of hope within ourselves but in the midst of that you have given us this treasure with and you have allowed us to have this uh, eternal fellowship with you so Lord we do not want to compromise this nobility that you have given to us with anything of the world
1: we don't want to
0: try to seek confirmation acknowledgement from the world of this nobility everyday we want to look towards the Lord who comes to us who comes to us to comfort us encourage us and speak words of, uh, of confirmation
1: would you help us to focus our ears towards
0: you Lord, in, in, all the, in all the parts that we have been oppressed especially the parts that have, have already been personified but would you help us to be, be, be liberated from these bindings we don't want to compromise this nobility that has given, been given to us by you no matter how devastating uh, the situation we want to focus on you because we are your remnants and we are your heirs that dream of the things that are eternal by throwing away the things that are not eternal. Uh, we you continue to pour your gospel upon us so that when the light of the gospel shines, it will become a beacon of light to all the believers in the world who are willing to follow you in these dire situations. So, would you bless uh, Pastor Kim, Mrs. Kim and all those who, are, who have gone to the conference so, would you work through them to touch the land of Costa Rica and Honduras so that no matter where, where they go who they meet or what they do let them become a holy influence upon the land and not be influenced by the wor- world
1: help them to stay bold and powerful let these remnants
0: rise and also call you our Father. Would you raise them up as the, the spiritual leaders of this age? Would you continue to anoint us? But rather than being being uh, being oppressed or being afraid, would you help us to to embody the Word instead
1: and to believe in our
0: true identity before you? continue to pour your bl- wisdom and understanding upon us and help us to follow after the spirit of the fear of God.
1: God to live a life of victory within you every day help us to confirm of the victory that you give us
0: and as we come together to be unified in intercession would you pour your spiritual weapons upon us to strengthen our prayers so would you bless everybody who is willing to give their offerings to you would you receive this money, receive these offerings, and use it for uh, to fulfill your kingdom? And would you bless us so that we can continue to offer these holy offerings to you? Now, by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the head of the church, and through the holy love of the Father, the indwelling and fulfilling work of the Holy Spirit,
1: let it be upon the saints who are willing to receive you as their holy king. 이 땅에서도, 이 let it be upon those who are willing to chase
0: after your image.
1: To upon those kings who
0: are able to become conquerors in no, in, in, in every land that they, they step on. Let it be upon uh, their churches, upon their, children, upon their children, upon their inheritance, upon their businesses, upon their ministry, upon your own church. May this blessing rest from now on to forevermore. Amen.